Today's podcast is sponsored by Wonderful Pistachios, where delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts out there, and each one-ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. It is no secret how much I love pistachios. I love pistachios. It is part of my identity, and honestly, there are so many fantastic flavors. My personal favorite is the wonderful pistachios no salt. It has a little blue emblem on it for the bag. So delicious. I know others love the roasted and salted, even lightly salted. There's a sweet chili that's good, a salt and pepper. There are so many options, and you can have them in the shell or no shell. Cracking each pistachio open one at a time? Yes, wonderful pistachios is the only exception I make for playing with my food. It is fun and protein all in one bite. Go ahead and visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more or pick up a bag at your local store. Let's get to cracking and let's get to snacking. Welcome to the Fun and Games Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Lupton, and let the games begin. What's up, you guys, and welcome back to another Fun and Games podcast episode. I am so happy to be here. Happy Wednesday. Last week, I was in the great city of New York. It was so much fun. I feel really happy to be back home. I was like, holy cow, I'm getting so much work done. I feel like I've been traveling so much. So I just had such a solid work day today, and it always feels so good to be able to get back into that routine. But I have been having so much fun taking time away and traveling for work, traveling for fun, traveling for memories. It's been a really good past couple of months and I'm feeling really set in summer. And you know what, you guys, the vibes are good. I am happy to share today's podcast episode with you. It's with the amazing Natalia Seliger. She is so much fun. When quarantine hit and TikTok started becoming a thing, she was one of the first people that I started to follow. And I was like, oh, I would love to have her on this podcast. I reached out to her and she said yes. So I'm feeling pretty stoked about this episode. It's going to be a good one. Natalia's content is so positive and uplifting. Like even though she's very open about sharing her struggles that she deals with with her own health and wellness journey, it is always in such a positive and optimistic light. She just radiates so much good energy and she's very honest and raw about her feelings, which I really appreciate. And I just love it. I love watching her content. She is all about healing her relationship with food. And I feel like you guys will really enjoy this conversation with her. And honestly, I want to talk about the whole that girl trend. I want to talk about healthy girl summer. I want to talk about healthy summer tips and how to start eating healthier for yourself. Just a whole bunch of goodness is going to be in today's episode. So I'm really excited. But before we get into the episode, I'm going to read a quick review. Today's review is by Ryan K. Simpson. It says, literally changed my life. When I first started listening to this podcast, I was totally lost on where to start my fitness journey. I would try to blend in and only use the cardio machines, but then the one and only Brittany Lupton came in and gave me all the knowledge and confidence to actually start my journey. She changed my mindset from working out to look better to working out to take care of myself. I'm beyond grateful to her wisdom and personable nature that drew me into the positive side of fitness. I'm an equestrian athlete, English style horseback riding for you non-horsey people, and Brittany has helped me so much with her workouts to make me a stronger rider. I can't thank y'all enough. Y'all are literally life changers. Much love to you and Darian. Aww. All right. Well, this totally made my day. It's really cool to be able to see that 
you were able to have that mindset change from working out to look better to working out to take care of yourself to feel better. So I'm really proud of you. Thank you for sharing your story with me and keep it up. All right, now let's hop into today's podcast episode and let's welcome Natalia to the podcast. There we go. Can you hear me? Yes. Yay. Hi. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited. I'm so happy to be able to meet you. Like I, I'm a, I'm a fan since you started in quarantine. I feel like I was like one of the first people and I'm like, who's this new girl? I love her. No, dude, we go way back. Like you were one of the first like influencers that followed me. And I literally like crap my pants. I was like, this girl seems so cool. What the heck? Why is she following me? Like, dude, I'm so excited. I'm, I literally have the biggest smile. It's always so fun to be able to meet new people have a conversation. Cause it's like, I love watching everybody's content, but it's always so nice to like bring it a little bit more intimate and be like, what's up. Yeah. Being able to like, actually like talk. Yeah. Rather than just like commenting on each other's TikToks all the time. I know. Oh, Oh, I'm so excited. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me, dude. Dude, Of course I message you forever ago. And I'm like, I want to have you on. And I'm like, I need to get circled back because I I'm so excited. So thank you. Seriously, so much for even coming on. So, of course, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I feel like this is gonna be really good. I'm really excited just like for this conversation and everything. Same. Have you done a podcast before? I have. I've done two. Okay. I feel, have you been on Caitlin Nolan's? I feel like you guys are good friends. No, I haven't yet. I've been meaning to, but um, I haven't been on hers. I've been on Rebecca Lay Health. Do you follow Rebecca? I feel like I might. What's her podcast name? It's Rebecca Lehel. Oh, <laughs> okay. I didn't know if that was like her handle on her podcast name. <laughs> it's, it's everything. Please. Okay, cool. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't think I do. I feel like I might've seen her though. I'll have to look her up though. Yeah. She's amazing. And then I was on, um, uh, a rest day for health of her healthful on Instagram. Okay. I, feel like like health and wellness I love it. So this isn't your first rodeo. You're like, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> so excited. Okay. We'll give everybody a little intro of you, a little background, your name, whatever you feel like sharing. Just dive in. Hello. Hello. My name is Natalia. I'm 22 years old. I was born and raised in Orange County, California. That's where I currently live right now. Um, and basically what I try and do is help people heal their relationship with food and fitness by just sharing my story and being vulnerable and just sharing my current experiences with that. And you do a great job with it. So thank you. Yeah. That makes me so happy. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's the point, you know, is to be yeah. able to share and hopefully it reaches at least one person. It hits home for them. Yeah. What part of Orange County were you in? Cause before I moved out to Michigan, we were in Dana point and let me just say, I miss it. <laughs> Coming from oh, Michigan now, you know? Oh my gosh, I had no idea you were from, uh, you lived in Dana. That's yeah. So I love Dana. I live in Mission Viejo. Okay, cool. Yeah, so 20 minutes away. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good place to be, so. You gotta come back. I know, we're debating. Everyone on the podcast is probably like, Brittany, we're so sick of hearing this. But like, <laughs> I guess, I guess it like, a pl- if a place resonates with you that much, we feel drawn I'm like always thinking about going back, not like a negative way of, I wish I still lived there, but I just felt like I belonged. So I'm excited to return, whether that's permanently after this or not, you know, we'll see, but it's a good place to come back in vacation and we can Mm -hmm. hang out. I know. (laughs) I know. That would be so fun. 
you just went to Bali though. Is that right? Yes. I literally just got back like two weeks ago. <laughs> okay. I want a quick two minute recap, favorite things, highlights. How was that whole experience? And then we'll jump in. Okay. So Bali was hands down the best trip I've ever been on. Um, the people, the local people are amazing. They're so respectful. They're the sweetest people I've ever met. Um, the food is absolutely incredible. Like actually the best food I've ever had in my life. And I didn't spend more than $15 on a meal. Like everything is so cheap there. It is just insane. And honestly, like the food is like, I felt the most energized I ever have because all the ingredients and just the quality of food there is amazing. Um, and just like I went with, uh, the first week I went on a retreat. So it was like a little wellness retreat with hello wellness and that was amazing. And then the second week I got an Airbnb with some friends and we just had the time of our life, just going out, eating good, relaxing, resting, just being present. Um, it was absolutely amazing. And I can't wait to go back. Like I literally already want to go back. Yeah. <laughs> you have to go. I know. You know, what's funny. You said it was for a, like a wellness fitness retreat. Yeah. Oh, okay. So right before COVID hit, it was like the first week of March is when I had a whole fitness trip, like a well health and wellness trip that like people signed up to go on to Bali with me and COVID hit and canceled it. I know. So I'm like, I don't know. I guess like people are traveling now and like hearing you had a good experience with that. I'm like, maybe I'll, you know, reach back out to the company and see if we'll do it again. But yeah, I mean, you had a good experience. So now I have to. No, you have to. They're doing another one in September. So oh, that's so fun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. You should do one. I know. Honestly, I would love to do that eventually at some point. I was yeah. thinking about it. I was like, wait, this is like, this would be such a fun idea if I like did this at some yeah. point. Yeah. That would be so cool. You definitely come. Uh, yeah. I'll be there. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I feel like a big portion of if people are listening to this podcast, aren't familiar with you. I feel like what I get from your content is you do a lot of affirmations, which I love. And like you said, you're always talking about trying to heal relationship with food, which I'm a big gym girl, you know? So I feel like I do a lot of more fitness, like how to reach your goals like that. And nutrition can be a little bit more of a wild card because everybody has such a different relationship with food, whatever Mm -hmm. that is. And truly, I feel like our lives are such a dirt journey where at some points, you know, we're doing really good. And then other points we're not. And I feel like you're able to really talk while you're going through all of this currently, just to help girls know they're not alone. Here are tips that are helping you. So I'd love to touch on all of that, but we'll kind of start with affirmations. What got you into starting saying that? How did that, I guess, happen? How has that helped you? Yeah. So affirmations, I started practicing affirmations. I would say like during the pandemic when, you know, that's when kind of this whole wellness journey really kicked in for me is, um, 2020, I started practicing gratitude every morning. And then I started, uh, practicing affirmations every morning just to see, cause I heard a lot of like good things about like practicing gratitude through like podcasts and like affirmations I'm like all right like I want to start feeling better I want to start feeling more confident um let's let's do this so every morning I'd write down five things I'm grateful for five like confidence building affirmations and that's how I started getting into the habit is like practicing that every morning right when I you know wake up starting my day that way and that 
like literally just like 10 minutes in the morning doing that truly changed my life like truly changed the way I see myself and I think that everyone boy or girl no matter what age you are needs to practice affirmations because the words you say to yourself the way you speak to yourself and it was just an amazing experience being able to like talk to myself that way and continuing to do that to this day. If you guys don't follow her on TikTok, if you don't follow Natalia, you're missing out. Okay. Because (laughs) you always do like the most fun and creative, not always, but a lot of your stuff is you just being completely yourself and just dancing, which I freaking love. It is such a vibe. (laughs) And I feel like everybody who follows you totally agrees that it's just such good energy as you're just saying your affirmations where I feel like a lot of times, even like boys, they're like, oh, I don't need to say that. But truly, like you said, your self-talk matters so much because it's just as much a mental game as it is physical. And at the end of the day, again, it's your life. So it's your relationship that you have with yourself that's going to fuel any kind of results, any kind of wellness, any type of just well-being in general. Like it's so important. So 100% like being able to just check in with yourself, like even if it's just 10 minutes, like that's what I did in the morning, right? When I woke up 10 minutes to check in with myself, to hype myself up for the day. Yeah. And there you go. Like that literally changed my life. I love it. So are you, I guess that's part of your morning routine, right? You prioritize gratitude and affirmations before what's your morning routine then? I mean, between the past two years, I've gone in waves with that. Like I try my hardest not to go on my phone right when I wake up because it does make me not feel good in the morning, just scrolling. I don't think it makes anyone feel good. So um, as of lately, I've really been trying to implement, okay, no phone for at least, you know, 30 minutes. Let's like journal, let's meditate, let's drink our coffee, let's have our me time and then scroll or do what you need to do. But I think that um, starting my day with my phone just never ends up going well. So definitely try to not do that. I feel like that's something everyone can pretty much agree on. Even if it's just text messages, emails, just that immediate bombardment of instead of taking that you time to focus on, Hey, where am I at checking in with your own emotions and stuff like that? I feel like there's so much power in that. So I totally agree hundred percent. And like the way you start your day is so important too, because like, if you're, you wake up and you like see a text message or an email, like you're in like anxiety mode or whatever, you're not in you mode. You're not in, okay, how do I want to feel today? There's probably things that are going to come up that are going to make me feel, you know, not good at some point. So how do I want to start my day right now? Yeah. That's what I tell myself. I love it. <laughs> I love, and I love your reminders on Instagram too. It's great. Yeah. Oh, I love you. <laughs> no, but I, I really feel like you're helping like the, no, I hate saying like younger generation, but like, I feel like I'm a little bit older since I have a kid and everything. So it's like, I feel like I was just there, but I've now like evolved into, you know, motherhood. I'm in a little bit different of a stage in life now, uh-huh. but I love that. I mean, I know, especially like when you're in college and right out of college, like it's so important. And I feel like that's when a lot of girls start feeling a little bit more pressure about how they look and summer is here. And this is a topic that so many people stress out about, about missing workouts, about not, you know, being a hundred percent on their game, on their routine, because they're going out a little bit more. They're staying up later. They're going on vacations. They feel a lot of guilt around food and workouts and everything. What have you seen 
I guess you can speak on this personally, or you can kind of take it as like an advice route of what you tell yourself or tell others when you feel a little bit pressured, like you're getting down on yourself, like, man, you know, I'm missing, I'm slacking. How do you kind of work your way out of that mindset? Yeah. I mean, I have definitely felt that way. I feel like I have spent so many summers focusing on my body and the way I look um, rather than the memories I want to make and being present. It's always about, you know, do I have the six pack? Do I have the booty? You know, all of that. There's way more pressure during the summer. And um, for me personally, what I'm trying to focus on this summer is how do I want to feel? How do I feel around the people, you know, I'm hanging out with? How do I feel with the food I'm eating? How do I feel with um, hanging out with this person? You know, I feel like that's what should be priority, not the aesthetics, um, because that's what, you know, everyone focuses on. And then it takes away from so many important moments, at least for me. Um, so I don't want to feel that way this summer. I want to feel good. And the only way you'll feel good is if you're being present and actually, you know, experiencing life instead of putting so much energy and focus into a body. Um, so my advice is to just really focus on how you want to feel, how you do feel being present. And that's, that's it. I love how you even said, focus on how you do feel. Cause that's tapping into like exactly how you feel in that moment, instead of saying, you know, oh, I wish I had been better or I wish I had done this or feeling guilty about something that you had done. It's like, no, let me tap into my actual feelings and honor. How do I actually feel? Am I just being pressured by some crazy standard that I feel like I need to fit in this mold? Or am I actually happy as an individual? Do I need to just let go of that pressure and that weight of looking a certain way when I show up to the pool or the beach or whatever? I feel like it's something that all women can relate on. And even guys, like I hear Darian get down on himself sometime and I'm like, stop, you know, like no negative self-talk, which yeah. it's, it's hard, but you know, everybody like wants to do the best and be the best and look the best. And it's something where I feel like changing the mindset of how do you really feel has helped me as well. Let go of any pressure of how I might have to look, especially with like pregnancy and postpartum. I was like, how do I feel? This doesn't matter about how I look anymore. I feel like that's when that stuck into my head. So I love that even early on now you're like gung ho, you've tapped into that and you're like sharing that with everyone. So exactly. Yeah. And it's so important to like, know that those feelings will come. Like it's so normal for those like negative thoughts to come in. Like, for example, I was in Bali one day and it was like a beach day and I was feeling bloated and those, you know, negative thoughts came up like, okay, so I'm feeling bloated. I don't look best right now. Um, but I like acknowledged that thought. And instead of letting it overpower me, I was like, you know what? I'm in Bali right now. Am I going to let this, you know, this, yeah, I feel bloated, but like, that doesn't mean I still can't have fun and enjoy this memory. I'm at the beach in Bali. Like, why would I focus on my body when I have this beautiful experience to have, you know? So just being in the moment and knowing that bloat is temporary and it's, it's, it's all going to be okay. Yeah, no, I love that. It, the feelings you have are temporary where the memories that you're going to make are going to last a lifetime. So it's so important to tap in on that. You know, that that's a way that I haven't really thought of it is seriously like 
you know, you might be feeling a little bit down on yourself, but the memories you're going to be making, you'll look back on forever. And you don't want those memories to be filled with, oh, I just remember being insecure. Like I couldn't fully enjoy this because I was only caring about what I look, you know, feeling guilt or whatever it is, because even I have those instances where I'm like, dude, I'll like look back on photos and I'm like, why did I like feel like I had a bad body image day there? Like what, like, what am I talking about? Like, why do we do that to ourselves? I don't know why we're so freaking hard on ourselves, but it's like, I was fine. Like, what am I doing? Like, why was I so uptight about that? Why couldn't I just let loose and not care? No one's going to say anything to you. It's all in our head. So it's like, cut it out. Stop it. Nobody freaking cares. Like, Literally. And that, that's something else that I, that I've noticed is like, even when you go into the gym, even when you go to the beach, even when you go to the pool, really no, everyone looks like a normal person. Yep. So it's only social media that is putting out that like point, whatever percent of, you know, do you know what I mean? Like when I actually go to the pool, I'm like, everybody's a normal person. Like, you know, I still, it's just, it's crazy. Like it's, it's just it's how it really is all in your head. Hundred percent. I guess. Do you have any other tips or thoughts on how to get out of your head in those situations? Because it it's hard, and you know, it, I feel like it's still going to happen to you know us here and there. But do you have anything else? Any other tips that you're like, mm, this might help? Yeah, I would say what's helped me is like just being able to like be aware of those thoughts when they come. So like when I am feeling a certain way, a negative thought comes. I'm like, okay, this is just like how I'm feeling right now, but this feeling isn't going to last forever. And I don't want this negative feeling to overpower me because it's just not worth it at the end of the day. I'd rather put my energy into seeing the good in this situation rather than sitting in the negative. I hate sitting in negativity. Like life is just too short for that period. Yeah. So just being able to notice those bad thoughts And being able to pull yourself out and be like, you know what, I'm bigger. I'm more than this negative thought. This negative thought probably isn't even real. So like, let me just go on with my day. I love that. Wise (laughs) words, wise words from you. (laughs) Another topic. The reason that initially I was like, I want to have you on the podcast is the whole that girl trend. And I feel like it's kind of tuned out a little bit. Like, (laughs) I guess it's taken that long for me to (laughs) to get you on this podcast. Literally. I'm so sorry, but I do want to talk about that a little bit. And also just, I think they're trying to say, cause it used to be like hot girl summer. And now people are like healthy girl summer. I'm for that, but let's talk about the that girl trend real quick. And you can even talk about your TikTok video specifically. Cause I, I love that. I thought that that was a really cool take on it and just insight where not everybody's experience is the same with that yeah sorry you glitched for a second I know you glitched too oh. <laughs> I was like are you there sorry <laughs> yeah so the background oh boy <laughs> so yeah I did make a TikTok video just like kind of on my opinion on it a few months back and um everyone has a different opinion on it I think for me the that girl trend can be good for some people and it can also be toxic for some people, you know, especially someone trying to implement health in their life and trying to get into wellness. It kind of just shows only one side of that. And I think that health is defined by you and it's defined differently by every single person. So having, you know, a slick bun and a matching set and going to Pilates doesn't mean that's going to work for everyone else. And 
it could work for someone, but it's not going to work for everyone, you know? So I think that being able to not be black and white and being like, okay, what does health mean to me? Do I want to go for a long walk today? Or do I want to go to the gym and freaking kill a leg day? Like, what am I feeling today? Like being in touch with yourself and checking in with yourself and setting boundaries for yourself. I think that those are all things to be that girl, you know, to be you. Like, I think at the end of the day, you have to be you and um, listen to your intuition and listen to what you want to do in order to become your highest self, to become your most optimized, healthy self. It's all in you. Don't listen to one way to do it, pretty much. What do you think? I get the aesthetic goal. Some people are like, oh, you know, I actually want to live that aesthetic, healthy life. You know, they're feeling like inspired and motivated, but then you get inspired by that, but then reality hits. And then you can have that moment where you look at yourself and you compare and you're like, I am nothing like that. And nor will I really ever maybe even get to that phase. And for me, it's even like, I have a kid. So like, this is totally different ball game for me. Like, is everything aesthetic all the time? No, I have a crazy little amazing two-year-old who's running around smearing ketchup everywhere. And, you know, like it's something where if you get too caught up in it, it really can be toxic where I love what you said. And I even made a little bit of a YouTube video on it of like making it yours, become that girl for yourself, for whatever that is for you. And that is what matters. I love what you said. You don't need to, you know, only do Pilates or only do weightlifting, which can we talk about the gym talk versus Pilates talk right now on TikTok? Like that's even a thing where people are like, I'm abandoning weightlifting to go to Pilates. And I'm like, dude, cool. Like whatever works for you, but exactly, it's crazy. It's crazy. And it's something where you have to find what works for you because trends will continuously come up where now everybody wants to do Pilates. That's awesome. That's fantastic. I for sure want to go try Pilates. Like I'm about to go sign up to a new gym and try Pilates. Like I really want to do that, but it's something where if you don't enjoy a certain type of exercise or movement, find something else. If you're not somebody who likes coffee or walks or whatever it is, create that for yourself and do it. You know, exactly. Yeah. It does not have to be black and white. Like Mm -mm. You do you, boo, and do what makes you happy at the end of the day, you know? Like, obviously, these trends are going to come and go, but it's like, yeah, like, maybe you want to try, like you said, like, I want to try Pilates now. Like, yeah, go for it. Um, But remember, like, do what makes you happy at the end of the day. Yeah, I love (laughs) it. What are some of your tips for having a healthy summer? Quote, healthy girl summer. Let's hear it. Yeah. Um, so for healthy girl summer, um, I think that it can obviously look different for everyone, but for me, it's definitely prioritizing balance, like being able to go out at night and have fun and listen, listen to my cravings. You know, if I want a donut for breakfast, I'm going to have a donut for breakfast. Um, but also prioritizing the other side of balance for me, that's daily movement. It's um, hot girl walks. Um, it's being yes. able to journal in the mornings because that truly brings me so much joy and um, inspiration. Those are my non-negotiables. So it's like being able to do both and have so much fun while doing both and yes. knowing that like I 
am that girl because I get yes. both and I get to do what makes me happy at the end of the day and just blocking out you know the noise and be like okay how do I want to spend my summer what does mm-hmm. help me to me like checking in with myself and being like yeah I'm gonna have a donut for breakfast because I want it and I'm not gonna work out today because I just want to go for a long walk you know just yeah. listening to myself period Oh, okay. I love that. This is going to be a hot take too for all the podcasties listening. Okay. <laughs> I was on a trip because I hundred percent agree with you. I think too many times people look at health as fitness as one or the other again, black and white all or nothing. And I could scream this from the rooftops until I was dead. I'm pretty sure you could as well, but that is not the case. It's not all or nothing. It's not restrict, restrict, Oh, now I've restricted so long I can binge because, oh, I've eaten clean and eaten nothing bad. Now I can have a donut. Like I earn that donut, like freaking no, you can eat whatever you want. Anytime you want. If you want to eat something, eat it. You know what I mean? Like, of course, if you're trying to hit certain goals, you do want to be mindful and smart about what you're consuming all things in moderation. But I'm so sick of people. Like I was just on this event. No, <laughs> I'm so sick of people. No, I'm like, you know, like I was, I cut my sentence in half and I'm like, Oh no, no, but no, I'm sick of people who have a certain thought process. So for example, I was on a trip and people were like, Oh, you're like super in health and fitness. Like, are you going to go all out on this trip then? And like, you know, and and, like, they'll say something like that or, Oh, like you actually eat this you know, like they comment on what I eat and it's, I don't, I think it comes from, I don't know where it comes from, but I wonder if it stems from their insecurity of thinking health and wellness is truly like, you can't have donuts, cookies, pies, carbs, bread, pasta, like whatever it is, sugar, whatever they think you can't have. They always like put that on me. And I'm like, Oh, it then becomes a cool educational moment though, where I'm like, no, actually this is a complete lifestyle and I eat however I want, you know, when I want, of course, I know what my body likes. I know what feels good for me. Of course, I'm going to feel better eating whole nutrient foods. Like we all do. We all feel better when we're eating a little bit more fruits and veggies. We're drinking our water. You can't tell me you don't feel better. You can't. Yeah. Well, at least for me, I'm thinking about my body, right? You know, I can't like, but say for you, right? Absolutely. hundred percent. But I also love it when I have cookies every night or I have a dessert every night or I having a bowl of cereal or whatever it is, that is just as much joy for me where you can have those things every day. I'm, I just, I want that mindset eliminated and it's going to take a lot of time and education and the right people speaking Mm -hmm. about it so that people can understand and learn that you can do both. You do not have to completely cut out any food group, any foods. I just, yeah, I could talk about this forever. Um, dude, <laughs> like, I am literally so passionate about this subject. Like I can literally talk to you about this for hours. Like I am so sick of the way, yeah, people think it's like you go on a trip and someone's like, so are you uh, just going to eat healthy the whole time? Or so um, yeah. are you going to have a cookie? And it's like, dude. First of all, if you follow my page, you should know that I am not that type of fitness influencer, one. And two, it's all about balance. Like, yes. No, you have to make room for everything. Like, from my personal experience, if you don't make room for the things you're craving, you will binge and you will end up having guilt around food. And that's not healthy. You know, the things that 
diet culture says are healthy, like, you know, not having sugar, not having carbs, all the things you were fed and taught in order to be healthy. Those things aren't true. I do not believe those things one bit because being balanced is healthy and having a cookie is healthy because your soul needs that cookie. Yeah. Like sometimes you just gotta really just be in touch with yourself. And for me, it's having dessert every night, like period. I will have dessert every night because I want dessert and people just need to listen to themselves and stop, you know, caring so much about what diet culture and other people are preaching that don't know what they're saying. Yeah. Have you fallen for anything when it comes to diet culture that you want to speak on that might be helpful for others to hear? Now that, now that we're on here, I'm like that, that's a good thing to talk about. Yeah. Oh my God, for sure. Um, I feel like I've tried so many things. I've tried food combining. I... Oh my God. <laughs> you know, I, I knew that one wasn't true, but I'm like, you know, let me, let me give this a shot because it was everywhere. And you know, I'm not going to say names. I'm not going to name drop, but we all know who was behind that. <laughs> Okay, keep going. Sorry. No, it's fine. So yeah, that one was definitely one I remember for sure. Um, Food combining. I tried being vegan. Honestly, not for the right reasons, like not for the ethical reasons, literally just to lose weight, which is just not a reason to be vegan, like do it for, you know, the ethical ways. Um, So yeah, tried veganism, tried paleo, um, keto, those are the ones that come to mind right now. And they were just not sustainable for me. I ended up binging. I ended up being miserable, like literally being miserable. Tried intermittent fasting. It did not work for me. Um, so what does work is just eating intuitively, just listening to my body. Do I want a snack at 1 a.m.? Like, I'm just going to listen to that and not feel guilty about it. My body's not going to change the next day. You know, it's like just not attaching my worth to my cravings and, you know, the food I'm eating, just like being able to just rely on food and just be like, it's really not that serious. If I'm hungry, I'm going to listen to that. If I'm full and it's been the best experience ever. That's awesome. I love that. And thank you for sharing. I feel like- That's something where a lot of, even me, I'm trying to think like way back in the beginning, I feel like I even tried like whole 30 and I don't even think I lasted a day. And I was like, what is this? Like, why can't people just eat normal food? Like, why are there so many things thrown in our face and they don't work because they are not sustainable? I think some people, there are very rare people who they're like, I love keto and that's my ride or die. And I'm like, great. You're like the 1% that that works for. That's awesome. Again, they found what works for them. That is great. I am not trying to dog anything talking on personal experience, truly whatever is sustainable that you can do for your life. It's something that you're going to be doing in 50 years, 60 years for the rest of my life. I'm going to keep eating this way. It's just a habit. Like we're people of habits, our behaviors and everything. So build something that's actually realistic, sustainable, good habits, a good relationship with food, hundred percent. So it's like a long journey. Like it takes time to get to a point where you feel somewhat, you know, um, healthy with your relationship with food. Like it's something I'm still working on every single day. It's a constant journey. Healing is never linear, but being able to just 
get in tune with yourself and with your body and know what works for you rather than hearing all the outside noise all the time is so important. Do you want to talk on that a little bit more? Just how you, if you feel comfortable sharing, like how you've started to heal your relationship with food. And then also, I love how you said it is a continuous journey. It's something that you are still working on. And I just want like other people to know that as well. Yeah. So for me, like, I think what's helped the most has been first of all just unfollowing people that make me feel like crap um you know I think a big part of why I fell into you know disordered eating and all of that was because of the fitness influencers I was following at the time making me feel like I had to do what they were doing in order to lose weight and be healthy but in all actuality that was digging a hole for myself and making me fall so deep. And so I had to really just check in with myself and be like, okay, are these people that I'm following making me feel good and inspired or are they just making me feel like absolute crap? And so that was the first thing I did was just completely unfollow so many people. Um, and that really does help because you see their stuff every day. It's like yep. you're filling your, your mind with that content every single day. Of course, you're going to you know, not feel as good as them and com- compare yourself constantly. So that was number one. And then I would say from there on, just really, again, checking in with myself and being like, okay, what foods make me feel my best? You know, because I feel like for me, I would avoid certain foods because um, I thought I'd be allergic to them. Like, for example, I thought I was allergic to gluten and, um, I was there, but (laughs) mine was actually a child. I thought I, I was like, what's going on with my stomach. I'm so bloated. No, I just had a baby in there. Oh, (laughs) I was like, I'm going to cut out gluten because that was the thing. That was the thing to do. Go gluten, gluten free, gluten free is healthy. That's how it was marketed and pushed to people is that being gluten free is healthy. Exactly. Crazy. Yeah. Keep going. Sorry. No, you're good. So I had a lot of food fears and I had to write them all down. Like I had a lot, you know, and being able to just like release those food fears, writing them down and slowly incorporating them back into my life and seeing like, okay, does this make me actually feel bad? Or was I just scared to gain weight because of this food? And I think that that has been extremely healing for me, just being able to like, sometimes I have dairy, sometimes I don't, it doesn't make me feel my best. But if I want cheese on my pasta, I'm sorry. I'm probably going to have cheese on my pasta and have like, you know, a tummy ache for a little bit, but it's just finding what works for you, you know? And like, uh, same thing with like the gluten, like I can have sourdough, like my stomach doesn't hurt after sourdough you know, it was just all in my head. It was just all things that people were saying. I let the noise get to me. So that has been extremely healing. And um, I'm trying to think of like the other things that have really helped me. I think that just knowing that there's going to be highs and lows throughout the whole time, like I've lost weight on this journey and I've also gained weight. And just being able to look back and be like, you know what, I'm, I'm doing this for me. I'm doing this for my younger self. How would she want me to, to act, to feel? Um, she would want me to continue going on the journey she's going and continue reaching for higher. So that's, that's what keeps me going the most. 
I'm so proud of you. And thank you so much for sharing. I think that's going to be so helpful because it's so relatable. A lot of us have, you know, experienced a lot of the same things. So thank you so much. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry a bunch of different stressors. Recently, Darian and I are working through moving, him graduating, taking boards, wrapping up things here in Michigan, and our cross-country move to Florida. Like us, I assume that you also probably have a lot of things that are going on in your life and some stressors, whether they are big or small. And oftentimes we can keep them bottled up and then it can start to affect us negatively. But therapy can be a safe place for you to get things off of your chest and try to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, go ahead and give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Brit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H E lp.com slash Brit. Skincare from the sea. You got that right. I'm introducing you to the brand Osea. If you have not heard of them yet, this company is called OSEA. It stands for Ocean, Sun, Earth, and Atmosphere. And it is an amazing skincare and body care company. This company is vegan and cruelty-free. They're climate neutral certified and ocean positive. It is a clean beauty company. checks all of the boxes. I love these products so much. I actually gave some away to some of you for the local event so that you could try them as well. Some of the favorite ones that I use are the body oil and lotion. And then I also love the hyaluronic serum and the ID puff serum. And every time I use them, I feel so luxurious. They also have a few gift sets that are going on for Mother's Day, which is really fun. They have a glow and go facial set and then a golden glow body set. I'm definitely going to get my mom one of these. I just don't know which yet. So go ahead and treat yourself or your mom to the everyday spa experience that you deserve. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code FUNGAINS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head over to OseaMalibu.com and use code FUNGAINS for 10% off. So speaking of food... You're a big foodie. Your your Instagram, it's all over. You are a queen of sharing recipes. You're a queen of oatmeal. You love oats. Wait, do you know side tangent? I'm I'm full of the side tangents today. I'm sorry. I'm in a chatty. Oh, I love it. I love do it. You, do you know who Trace's Oats is? Oh my gosh. Yes. He's literally my day one. We literally, literally one of the first accounts I followed during the pandemic. Like when I had like a hundred followers. Dude, you know, he was on the podcast. You know that we hung out at the Arnold. He's so- I saw you guys yes! in like a TikTok or something. I was like, Bob, I'm so jealous. You needed to be right there with us because you are you have a love for oatmeal. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And Trace has freaking blown up. Like he's playing the game. Like, Good for him. We love that for Trace. Yeah. But so that was so fun. That was so fun. <laughs> I would love to hear one of your favorite recipes or some favorite recipes because you've got them all over. And I feel like a lot of people are like, okay, you know, I'm feeling inspired. I want to start eating healthier. Kind of where do I start? How do I start? You can talk on that, share some recipes, give us the lowdown. Maybe even we'll do a grocery haul. Like we'll say some of our favorites. We got a lot. So take it away. Let's do it. This literally makes me so happy. Like I could talk about this stuff all day. 
like, can we do this more often? <laughs> yeah, no, of course. You're, you're always welcome. You are always welcome. Um, okay. So favorite recipes, a hundred percent, my protein oats recipe. Um, I have so many on my page, but I would say, let's talk about toppings for me. What makes an oatmeal bowl like good is the toppings. Okay. So let's nail that in the head right now. For, <laughs> for an immaculate oatmeal bowl, this is what you need. All right. Hear me out. Frozen blueberries, okay. bananas, cinnamon, a drizzle of honey, hemp seeds for the extra protein, you know, um, and crunchy peanut butter. Those are the superior Ooh. oatmeal toppings. Um, I don't think I've ever gone a week without adding in that exact topping. <laughs> so if you don't know where to start with your oatmeal game, just at least have those toppings and you're solid. Yeah. Agreed. I honestly, I do the exact same thing. My only difference is I normally do frozen raspberries instead of blueberries and I do smooth peanut butter instead of crunchy, but dude, crunchy gives it a texture. Like dude, crunchy. Yeah. All the way. yeah. Crunchy is superior. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. It is. It is. I need to, I need to get on it. I'm going to try it. Tag you. Yeah. yeah, please. And then I would say my other favorite, um, recipe at the moment if you haven't tried my cement smoothie recipe, you need to. Wait, cement? Why is it cement? Because it looks like straight up asphalt. Like it looks like cement. <laughs> Why? Wait, okay. Well, what's in it? Why is it cement? So let me tell you. So the reason why it looks so gunky is because there's like spinach. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. But like you don't even taste the spinach. Yeah. But it tastes amazing. So um, I have the recipe on my page, but basically it's almond milk, almond butter, spinach, frozen banana, frozen blueberries, some maca powder, and I'm trying to think, ice for sure. You always need ice in smoothies. Um, and I think that's it. Oh, and chocolate protein powder. Okay, that sounds good. It is so freaking good. And then for sure, make sure you add granola on the bottom of the smoothie bowl and then put the smoothie in so the granola is at the bottom it's just it's it's something I've always done and apparently people like it so you need to try it I will try it everyone in the audience needs to try this and let us know tag us both and I want to do a poll on the stories if you prefer a crunchy peanut butter versus smooth and if you're a raspberry or blueberry person we need to know I'm so. very, I'm very interested to see these results. I, I need to know. <laughs> um, I'm invested. <laughs> yeah, no, same. Um, but yeah, I think some tips for anyone wanting to like, you know, have healthier meals would say, I would say for me, what I did when I was first getting into wellness is Pinterest. Pinterest was my go-to for literally everything. Um, finding healthy, easy recipes is what made me fall in love with the recipes I have on a day-to-day basis. So I think Pinterest is a great way to find, again, just look up easy, healthy recipes and, you know, find what you like, try it out. If you don't like it, switch it up, you know, just try what you like and make it simple. It don't, it doesn't have to be this like, you know, an hour long thing because I personally am not at that level yet. I hope to be, you know, cooking. <laughs> I feel like you're, you're probably a way better cook than me. Cause you got a whole family to feed. 
<laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I guess no one's died yet. So my cooking can't be that bad, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, no, I'm definitely not at your level yet. I love me some like easy five to 10 minute recipes. Yeah. Like that's my thing. Um, but yeah, just make it simple for yourself. You know, don't, I know it can be like, it can seem complicated and be like, oh, I have to, you know, cook all these things and meal prep. And it's like, just take it slow. Yeah. And just do you. I agree with everything you said. Some tips I'd say is even if you're a beginner, you can get pre-chopped vegetables and fruit. Like if you're really trying and you really struggle and your fruit and produce is always going to waste, it is a little bit more expensive, but try that out. Maybe that helps you a little bit more because we all, we've all been there where we have a bag of spinach that is nasty and leaking and oozing everywhere because we forgot about it. Okay. We all have that bag of spinach in our fridge. So (laughs) whatever works for you. I I know that's so general and so vague, but try some prepackaged like veggies or, you know, pre-chopped that way. You can just throw everything into a pan and cook five to 10 minute meals are golden though. So Pinterest is your best friend. I hundred percent agree. That's, I mean, that's still what I do. If I'm trying to think of a recipe, sometimes I like make it up but Pinterest, at least some inspiration of, oh yeah, this like group of ingredients would taste good together. You know? Absolutely. I literally check it every single day. Like Pinterest, if, if no one's got me, Pinterest got me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, for real. Pinterest is always holding on the fort. It's like the least talked about platform. I feel like it is literally my favorite app ever. Yeah. I should follow you on Pinterest. Can we follow each other? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm writing that down. Follow. (laughs) I bet your Pinterest is so aesthetic. Mine. I haven't been on mine in forever. It's going to look like crap. (laughs) You do not have to follow me back. Don't feel pressured to follow me back. I don't even think I have anything on there. So just I'll follow you. you. (laughs) I got you. I'll require you to get back on Pinterest. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. (laughs) So where is, what is your favorite grocery store? And then what is like, what are some staples? Like, are you Trader Joe's? Are you a Whole Foods? Are you, I don't know, Ralph's? Like, wh- where are you? Where are you at? You know, I would love to say I'm this Trader Joe's gal, like every person in LA and in California. But fortunately, I am a Whole Foods gal. I <gasps> am a Whole Foods gal for the most part. I do love me Trader Joe's. I really do. <laughs> but whole foods just takes number takes number one for me. Yeah. Okay. I feel like their hot food bars like lit people are always, do they have like, is that a real thing? Is it a restaurant or is it just like a big stand that you like put food in your own bucket or not bucket, (laughs) like a cardboard box. Do you know what I'm talking about? I'm always like, what is this thing that people are getting? You know, I am too intimidated by whole foods. I'll be honest. Yeah, no, 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 it's totally fine. Um, <laughs> the hot bar, yeah, it's pretty good. I would say the reason why I love Whole Foods the most is just because, like, all the snacks and um, I love that they have a fresh juice bar. I Lately, I've been getting oh. a juice every time I grocery shop, and it's, like, it makes grocery shopping so much more fun to me, like, just grabbing a fresh juice and, like, getting my little cart and just shopping away like it's just so enjoyable for me um so that's one reason why I love Whole Foods but I think that like I do love Trader Joe's like I really do but um 
I like that the sna- I like the snacks more at Whole Foods, yeah. but I do love like I have staples from Trader Joe's I like go to, and then I have my staples at Whole Foods I go to. If that makes sense. Okay, well, tell me what are your staples at Whole Foods because maybe I will make a trip. Maybe I won't. Maybe, maybe I will. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I feel like there's so many. Um. Okay, let's think here. Have you tried the Boom Chicka Pop popcorn? Is it like in a purple bag? Yes. Yes. Okay. I have. That is like one of my favorite snacks. Love me some popcorn. Yeah. Um, I also, this is so random, but teriyaki seaweed. <laughs> <laughs> is it like crunchy or like mushy? No, no, no. It's crunchy. It's crunchy. Okay. So it's like the cracker. Um, like, like, like it's a thin wafer, not like a cracker, but it's like a thin strip. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Strip. I, I feel that. Okay. Okay. I can see that. Dude, I don't know why. I've just been craving them so much lately. I'll put like rice in there. Oh, like, yeah. Some veggies or whatever. It's so good. So they sell them at Whole Foods. Wait, that would be so cool to make like your own, not like sushi. Oh, like the viral um TikTok bowl. Is that like the thing that she used, Emily or whatever? Yes. All right. Found them. That's how I first found them. I was like, ooh, they got different flavors. And I okay. tried the teriyaki one. And I was like, I'm sold for the rest of my life. Like, this is so good. Why is it so good? Okay. I love that. Um, let me give you a a really, really good one. Have you tried mush? No. Stop. What is mush? Mush Overnight oats. Overnight oats. Oh, so it's like, it's like a company that has them. You're all about overnight. It's good. Oh my goodness. Yes. They have so many flavors. I'm so passionate about mush. Like they are so freaking good I get one every time I go to Whole Foods I love mush with my entire heart you need do, do you guys have Whole Foods in- yeah I think there's a Whole Foods it's like a little bit of a drive but we have one okay well whenever you go the next time you go you have to get a blueberry or an apple uh the apple uh overnight oats and okay. get back to me it's my okay. favorite I will okay I will amazing, amazing. I- I'm excited for you <laughs> I'm excited too. I'm going to try the CV. Do you like overnight oats? Yeah. Who doesn't? I don't know. I feel like some people are like hot only. Like I don't like the cold. Mm. I'm like, guys, come on. Okay. Are you baked oatmeal? Do you like baked oatmeal? Okay. I do. I do. I don't like that it takes longer because we Mm -hmm. know that I love my five to 10 minute recipes. But every now and then when I'm feeling, you know, a little bit more time on my hands, I will do some baked oats. Yeah. Okay. So of the three, which is your favorite? Yeah. I like them. Of the three, I would say it always like varies between the hot and cold. It just depends the season right now it's summer. So honestly, I'm digging more of the overnight oats vibe just because it's like cold and yummy. Um, so cold first, then hot, then baked. Cool. How about you? I think I'm hot, cold, and then baked. (laughs) There we go. I, I respect it. I love it. Well, to wrap the podcast up, I'll ask you, what is one thing you wish you could tell your younger self? Uh, So many things. Um, But I would say the first thing that comes to mind would be to just trust the timing of your life and truly embrace every moment. Um, Remember all that all the bad moments are here to teach you a lesson and help you grow in ways that you could never imagine. So just, just trust, trust the timing, trust everything and be fully present. I love that. 
I definitely feel like that is also a huge theme of this podcast is being really present, like in tune with yourself, honor yourself. And I love that. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Oh my gosh. I had so much fun being here. Like this was honestly therapeutic for me. (gasps) What? No way. Yeah. It's always so fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll talk more. I'll give you my number. You can call I me. know. Like, actually, can you come to Dana Point soon so we can hang out? Like, actually bring the fam. I want to meet them, too. Oh, yes. Vinny misses the beach all the time. Like, he is oh. such a water baby. He loves the beach. He's How old is he? He's two. So he's, like, so fun, full of energy. He has, like, you know, he can talk, but still is learning words. It's such a fun yeah. age. It's the most fun age, so loving it yeah my nephew's three so he just oh yeah three, so I I love I love that age so much it's so fun uh, yeah I definitely want to meet you guys at some point I know it'll be so fun hopefully hopefully sometime yeah. all right we'll go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you yeah um so my Instagram is not meat eats a little bit of a tongue twister but not neat eats <laughs> and then my tiktok Pinterest, Insta, uh, not, not my Instagram, my TikTok and my Pinterest and my YouTube are just Natalia Salinger. Yeah. Yay. She'll be, Yay. she'll be linked in the stories to everyone. So you can follow her, stalk her, share her love, show her love, <laughs> share her love, show her love. Thank you so much for being on. Honestly, it's been such a treat and I've loved being able to talk to you. And I feel like everybody listening is going to be able to have so many good gem pieces. So If you liked something from this episode, go ahead and drop it in the podcast Instagram. Let us know what you loved. Tag Natalia if you make any of her recipes. And yeah, that's it for today's episode. We'll see you all next week for some more fun and games. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the fun and games podcast with your host, Brittany Lupton. Thanks for listening to another episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. And we'll see you all next time for some more fun and games. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.